Welcome back to the podcast, You've Got a Life to Love, with me, Sarah Delamarter. This is episode seven, season one, episode seven. And today we are talking about Thanksgiving and all things holidays when you share your children now and you don't get to be with them 100% of the time. It's definitely more complicated with a lot more feelings, but I have a lot of trust that you're going to know exactly what you need to do. I'm so happy that you are here. Hey, hey, team. Let's get You've Got a Life to Love started, shall we? Um, with me, Sarah. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about my feelings on the differences between working with a therapist and working with a life coach. So here's my like dirty little secret. For most of my life, years, I thought that life coaching was a hack. I thought it was an absolute scam. I thought it was just like everybody's weird aunt, you know, unstable sister. Those are the people that become life coaches. Literally, I watched, I can't even remember the name of it. So this is a terrible reference, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. It was, oh my gosh, I remember. So it's a document, it was something on Netflix and it was where these group of kids in LA, they became robbers and they would like ransack Paris Hilton's house and then they would go out and they would wear her clothes and wear her jewelry and darn it I can't remember the name of that show but this is who these people were and they ran and end up excuse me ended up running this big like crime syndicate by from stealing from celebrities and then wearing their stuff all around town while at the same time getting themselves invited to all these great big parties and being like B-list celebrities for a hot minute while they were doing this. And one of them had a mother who was also like a little bit of a former actress and, but really flighty and weird. And she was trying to help her daughter be a model, but she didn't know her daughter was a thief. It was this whole thing. But this woman does not look like a well-educated, remarkable woman whose life you would want to emulate and so all this goes south and her, I don't remember, her daughter maybe goes to jail for a little bit. I don't remember. But then this mother, you know, oh, they tried to have a reality show inside of this. Oh, but it falls apart, you know, and, and <laughs> so then her acting career is finally, you know, dead and gone as well. So, you know, when she became, <laughs> you guessed, a life coach, a life coach, a freaking life coach. I feel like that's what all I knew. That's, I watched that and I'm like, well, yeah, that's because life coaches, they're fools, they're hacks. They don't know what they're talking about. Anybody can be a life coach. So for so, so, so long, I had zero respect for the industry. I had zero respect for life coaches and I just knew I would never be one. (laughs) Funny how life plays tricks on you like that. And so, because of that, uh, I, I went the therapy route. 
you know, whenever something was wrong, whenever I needed help or support, whenever I needed to process something, I went to a therapist. And I've had a a handful of therapists throughout my life. And I want to be very clear that there is an actual time and there is a place and everybody should go through some therapy sometimes, right? Uh, I've had a couple of good therapists and I've also had some bad therapists. So personally, it's an interesting journey. Here I was um, believing life coaches are fools and they're hacks at the same time as I've had more than one, more than two therapists treat me really badly. I've had them lie about me. I've had them lie. Like, you know, sometimes you do counseling with other parties. People can be in there. You can do it with your family. You can do it with your spouse. You can do it. There's all sorts of times that it might make sense to bring someone else in. Um, so there were other parties in a therapy session with me and my therapist straight up lied about something that I had or had not said. And it was mind blowing, but I mean, it was very, it was huge betrayal. I've had therapists take information from outside sources that were not me and bring them into my personal confidential session and, it again, it just wrecked me. You're in there trying to be vulnerable and heal and grow and to be betrayed by therapists in these ways definitely has me being very, very cautious about the world of counseling and therapy. And it took a lot of the shine off of it for me. Right now in our culture, therapy is everything, right? There is so much clout about having a therapist. I have a therapist. I'm going to therapy. Well, my therapist says this. There's even that meme going around, and I do think this is funny, and it says like there should be a new dating site out there, and in order to qualify, you have to have you know, you have to have like three receipts from your therapists and two recommendations from your exes. And I think that's hysterical. It's not truly a bad idea. (laughs) But there is this idea. It's very cultural, very societal floating around right now that if you have a therapist, everything's fixed, everything's fine. You're like better than everyone else because you have a therapist. What bothers me about that is there's no real way to know, like it's spoken about so generally and so it's so popular right now. It's like, well, okay, yes, you have a therapist, but are you growing? Are you healing? Are you changing? Or do you like having a a therapist so much because now you have a paid ear that you can just go complain to, you can just go bitch about your life all you want and they're going to be on your side. They're going to support you. They're going to listen to everything that you have to say. If that's what you're doing in therapy, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) I also argue back against this really popular world of therapy right now because it seems like so many people are now addicted to their therapists. Well, I need to talk to my therapist about that. Well, before I make that decision, I need to talk to my therapist about that. Well, I don't know. Let me just text my counselor. Let me just reach out and see what they say first. 
And it irritates me so much because that's not their job. And a good therapist will have boundaries in place and, you know, but their job is not to make all your decisions for you. Their job should be, you should be making decisions more comfortably on your own because you went to therapy. And if that is not happening for you, maybe need a therapy therapist or maybe need to get out of the therapy world. So I have a bit of these jaded feelings, perhaps. I would say very respectful, jaded feelings. I have a bachelor's in psychology. I love the world of the brain and of people and mental health is so incredibly important. But I think that this idea of how great having a therapist is right now is vastly distorted. I think there are absolute times when trained, licensed therapists, that's who you need to see, you know, for particular traumas, for childhood injuries. There are things that they are trained in and that that is a time to go see that person. But what I have learned is there are also these big, wild, interesting opportunities for good life coaches to step into your life and make just as equally a big of difference, if not bigger. And I am shocked by that. I have had to absolutely eat crow about my idea of who and what life coaches are. So my life blows up. It's, I'm on fire, you know, because everything, the reasons that caused the divorce and having to go through that war and just everything's falling apart, right? Your entire life just turns to sand and runs right through your fingers and you don't know which way is up, but you have to somehow get out of bed because your kids are hungry. And literally I felt like I was on fire <laughs> and I was going to therapy. I was doing all of the things that seemed like normal, seemed like this is the path that you take, Right. And at some point, I was just done there. And I didn't know how to articulate that. I felt kind of bad about that. Um, And I didn't know where to go. I just knew I'm done here in this arena for now. Uh, I don't need to come back to therapy. I don't need to come back to talk to you. I need something different. Because I got to a place in my life where... I could address my patterns. I could acknowledge my triggers. I can walk myself through all of these things. But I still didn't know how to go capture the future that I wanted. I didn't know how to step into that. How do I step forward now? How do I create this future that I want for myself and my family? What now? What now? And that is when my first life coach stepped into my life and it felt like fireworks. It felt like relief and it felt like a challenge. Um, It felt right. It felt like this whole brand new world of opportunity that I just knew was it. Like This is what I need to be in. 
I'm so exhausted by rehashing my past all the time. No, I'm responding to this now because maybe when I was a kid, I got hurt in that way. I'm like, okay. I've done all of that. I can get myself through all of my, you know, anxiety spirals, my sad days. Okay. But I still want different. And I got into my first coaching container. That's what they're called, coaching containers, when they last for a while. You know, you can be in someone's coaching container three months, six months, 12 months, and then you can hire them again. You can stay with them for as long as that, that coach is working for you, depending on what your goals are. So I stepped into my first coaching container and it was, for one, sticker shock. I'd never paid for coaching before and it was an investment. It was an absolute investment. My first six months, I, I jumped in for a six-month container and it was $5,000 and it blew my mind. But I had, I guess this is super personal. I'd budgeted and I'd prayed and I had a number in mind. And I thought, based on everything that's going on in my life and where, you know, I was financially, everything that I had, if I was going to invest something moving forward, what is the exact number I was going to invest? And it was actually that number. At the time, I was, I'd been enrolled in nursing school. Different story. Um, So I took the money I was going to use to pay for nursing classes. And instead, I hired a life coach with that same amount of money. And the number that had been on my mind was exactly $5,000. So when she said that to me, I was dumbfounded. I was surprised it actually cost that much, but I was prepared. And it is, it was maybe one of the best investments I've ever made in my life because I made that investment directly into myself. And I got on the lives with her and with the other women. It was a group coaching program and I did the homework and I began to uncover my, my future. All of these things that I'd wanted, that I dreamt of, that I'd imagined were kind of hazy, kind of foggy. And I didn't know how to get there. And working through these coaching sessions and doing the inner work on my own, you know, between sessions, wow, I started to step forward into my own life like the me I always thought I could be, like the me that... I wanted to be, and I was too shy to be, or scared to be, or just didn't really believe. It was like the secret me. We all have that secret you that you were when you were a teenager, and you'd shut your door, and you'd dance in front of your mirror, and you were so fully you and free, and the world was your oyster. So I found that again as a full-grown adult, post this huge divorce trauma I found that again, like, oh my gosh, that fire inside of myself, this courage to go toward my future because I'm getting really clear on it. And it has changed my life. From there, I went on to hire two more coaches and the effects of working in that same year, um, the effects of working with these life coaches in their various specialties have had an impact on my life that will affect me for the rest of my life and affect like my children and ideally my children's children because I am healing in, in new 
exciting, deeper ways. I'm taking steps towards my future. I have taken these steps towards my future in powerful, bold, individual ways, filled with faith and courage. And it's super exciting. And it is a huge piece of why I do what I do too. It's twofold for me. Having the experience of these life coaches and how they changed my life and how it's different than seeing a therapist. The, the goodness in that, the duality of that, I am passionate about that. And I really, really believe in it. Uh, even with my bachelor's in psychology, my f- first goal was to get my bachelor's in psych, go on and get my master. And I wanted to be a marriage and family therapist. So don't get me wrong. I have a lot of respect for the good therapists out there and for the good work that is done. But now I also have a lot of respect for the good coaches out there. And like with anything, if you're going to hire a counselor or you're going to hire a coach, do your research. Make sure you're hiring someone that if they're a good coach, they do have an expertise. They do come with some qualifications. They have coaches themselves and mentors. And it's not just woo-woo fluff. It's really, let's change your life. Kind of work. And it's so exciting. So that's the first half of why I do what I do. And then the second half is because I am so, so passionate about how wrong we've been taught a lot of the Bible for so much of our lives. A lot of the theology has been mistaught for generations and it has broken down the marriages, the Christian marriages that exist right now. You have some good ones out there. I see some great ones in my family and my friends. But by and large... This, the theology has been really, really twisted. And most of the marriages look pretty crappy. They don't look like Jesus intended them to look. And it's, it's shocking to me. And then when this falls apart and Christians get divorced, this divorced Christians are so drastically, deeply underserved. And there's that unspoken requirement that you're going to live in shame now. And so, you know, here, I'm going to hand you your red letter D. And now you're going to wear this for the rest of your life. Because inside of the church, there's like, well, you know, you can be forgiven. You can repent of an affair and you're really required to, you know, to reconcile. You have to forgive him for the affair. But, oh, but because you got divorced, we're not forgiving you. (laughs) Hypocritical. And as you can see, I get really passionate about it. So these are the two, my two giant driving forces is I know the power of life coaching. I know how it changed my life and I'm fully confident in my ability to change your life. And as well as standing in this space for other Christian women who have experienced the hardship and the heartaches of divorce, separation, horrible, terrible marriages that the church just asks you to stay in. Um, so now I, I was wrong about life coaches. There are some flaky woo-woo ones out there, but there are some amazing, really impactful, life-changing people out there also. So to put it in summation, what do I think? Do I think that you should hire uh, a therapist or do I think that you should hire a life coach? Well, the short answer is both. 
<laughs> the short answer is both. Everybody needs a counselor at some point. Um, and everybody needs a life coach at some point. Absolutely, fully believe this. And the coaching business is just growing and it's ballooning. And I hope more people are beginning to discover this too. Because just as it is really important to address your past and learn like why you do what you do, why you are who you are, it is as equally important to look forward to your future and say, and what do I want to do with this? How am I going to turn this into everything that I think I am called to, to my, into my purpose? Uh, how am I going to impact my community with who I am, with what I am, with what I want to create? That's what your life coaching does for you there. So the short answer is both. You can have both at the same time, actually. I know that. I have a couple of clients that have both at the same time, and we sort of work in tandem. Um, and you can need a counselor for one season of your life and then wrap it up there and be ready to move on and you need a life coach now. Work with them for, you know, six, nine, 12 months. And then maybe you're good on your own for a while. I absolutely believe that's possible for you too. Because everything, you're so capable. You have so much potential inside of you. You just need someone to come alongside you and help draw it out of you, help you get clarity about it, help you put plans in place, and help hold you accountable to that future and to that best version of yourself. And I love, I love it. I love, love, love the work that I do. I'm so passionate about it, watching people grow and change and live these big, bold, crazy, imaginative, stable lives that they've always wanted to live. Oh, I just got a lump in my throat. Like I could cry about it. It's so wonderful. Let me know what you think of this. <laughs> it might be an unpopular opinion. So... Let me know what you think of this. Leave it in the show comments or send me a DM on Instagram at Sarah Delamarter. I am on Instagram. And send this to your friends. See what they think about it. The best way to support these small podcasts, um, it is to share it on social media. And mostly, mostly important, download it and give it five stars reviews. That's the best way to help the small podcast creators like myself and some others that you might follow. Um, because when a podcast gets downloaded and when it gets five-star reviews, the algorithms push it. So if you have, if you have thoughts, if this provokes something in you, let me know, review it, download it. Thank you for listening. And Oh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, I'd love to have you on my email list. I'm really excited to be growing my email list because social media, you know, it kind of comes and goes and gets a little funky. But in email lists, we can really communicate and we can be more personal and then we can reach out to each other one-on-one -on -one without any worries that like someday, you know, Instagram shuts down and we can't talk for a while and how sometimes it goes offline, things like that. So if I don't have your email address send me your email address. You can do it at my email is sarahdellamarter at gmail.com. Uh, if you're interested in working together, 
I have some spaces available for mobile Voxer coaching. That's a monthly membership. And it's life coaching, it's mobile, but it's when you need it. So I will get back to you Monday through Friday and you can get on there and leave messages and texts. And it's really good for people on the go that need that flexibility. I also have a couple of spots still available for my one-on-one mentorship program and that you sign up for three, six or 12 months. And we meet one-on-one via Zoom and everything is curated and cultivated exactly for you and what you need and where you want to go. And um, you also have WhatsApp support with that one for texting and voice messages as well. Because I believe in you. My gosh, I believe in you. I believe in me. I believe in us. And I believe that as we heal from our past, as we move forward in the truth of who we are, who we were created to be, the truth of what the Bible says, that we have this amazing, beautiful opportunity to heal so well and heal our relationships so well right now that it positively affects our children and our children's children. And I hope that lights you on fire like it does me. That's world changing. That's family changing. And I believe it for you. So reach out, send me an email, come find me on Instagram, review and download the podcast. Thank you for being here. I believe in you. Now go be bold and courageous today. I know I will. Talk to you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you love this podcast episode, share it with your friends and go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review and download it. That's the best way to be supportive in these podcasts. Also, come find me on Instagram. That's my very favorite place to hang out, sarah.delamarter on Instagram, or email me, sarahdelamarter at gmail.com with questions, with comments, with ideas for podcasts, or if you yourself have a podcast and you think we should collaborate. I'm also always throwing out new offers, new courses, new workshops, and I would love to have you be a part of that. So come find me. Let's be friends and let me know that you found me via the podcast. And I can't wait to see you there. I believe in you. Go be bold and courageous today.